Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Lisa and Cherie podcast. We're so glad that you could join us. Today, we are going to jump right into the conversation. So let's get started. everybody. Welcome to the Lisa and Sheree podcast. We're excited to be back in the studio and talk to you guys. And we are actually kind of doing an impromptu kind of podcast today. Free spirits yes. here in the, in the studio. So we'll see where this goes. Sheree had an idea of something she thought would be um, fun to discuss and things. So I will let yes. her yes. take the lead. I'm going to jump in because I'm going to start with a story. So in our life group, we've been doing Discovery Bible Studies. And I'll give a plug for Discovery Bible Studies because it's on our list to have some guys in to just Mm -hmm. talk about this. It's a really, really cool way to even study the Bible with someone who might be open but doesn't know the Lord yet. Yeah. So we we love to do it. We've been doing it with our with our own life group and we did Luke five. And and uh, basically the story was like you know, the disciples had been fishing all night, mm-hmm. and um, they didn't catch anything. And uh, Jesus says, well, throw throw your net in again, right? And they're yeah. like, but we've already done this all night. This is the Sheree Shank paraphrase, paraphrase version. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, nevertheless, at your word, we'll do it again. Mm-hmm. And he throws the net in again, and they fish, and then the nets are almost breaking because they catch so much fish. And it's just this major God encounter that yeah. the disciples have that changes their world, and it just leads them into being like followers of Jesus. And he says, I'm going to make you fishers of men. So part of Discovery Bible Study is, you know, we, we study the scripture, we really get into it, and then we sit and we think, okay, Lord, is there anything that you're saying to me for me out of these scriptures? And everybody hears something mm-hmm. real, from like from the Lord to them about their life. So Merle and I are driving um, in a long road trip, and um, we're having one of these like intense marital discussions that you have sometimes. <laughs> yes. And I'm and Merle's like, babe, I'm just not getting it. You know, can you please like, you know, I heard this story this past week. Oh, the other thing we do at D- Discovery Bible Studies is we're supposed to look for someone who we can share then mm-hmm. that week what God said to us about us. And he starts telling, he's like, you know, I was reading in the Bible the other day. And the disciples have been doing, like, the same thing all night fishing, but yet, like, God said, like, well, just try it one more time. And they were like, you know, we kind of did this already, but nevertheless, because at your word, we'll try it again. And he's like, and when they tried it again, like, they had a different result. And I, and so now he's telling me this story about in our relational conflict. Like, I'm like, babe, I don't want to tell you again. I've already told you so many times. I'm tired of telling you. He's like, well, I heard this story the other week that says, well, if you try it again, you know, you just don't know. You'll have a different result. Right. And I was just like, oh, I'm so frustrated. <laughs> It's not what you wanted to hear. It's not what I wanted to hear, but it was still right. You know, Mm -hmm. this thing about like, okay, you know what? Sometimes adulting in relationships or in life isn't easy. And you feel like you've done the same thing and you're keeping on trying to do the thing you know to do. And it's not getting results. It's not producing fruit. It's not. It's not like accomplishing anything. It does. Mm-hmm. It seems like a waste of time, but yet when Jesus came to them because it was a God moment, He said, "Do it again." You know, to put it on the other side, and the nets were full. And just this idea of how many times in life do we uh, stop too soon? Right. How many times are we like resistant to God? Because we're like, well, someone already prayed for me five times or one time, or I already talked about this with one person, and I don't want to talk about it again. Or here I am going around the mountain of this issue, and I've tried so many things, and none Mm -hmm. of them have worked. And this idea of like 
persistence and listening to God's voice for when he says to do it again because oh, he wants yeah. to do something that is new. So powerful. Yeah. It yeah. is. So this really touches my heart because it deals with, you know, when we are in relationships with people and especially people close to us and we are trying and you're working and you feel like you are going around the same mountain and you aren't getting results or you feel like you get a little bit of result, but you're like, God, you've maybe promised me this or you told me this and we're not there. It's been how many years? Are we never going to get right. there? And you yeah. feel like, I feel like, like you just feel like you're just plugging along and you're not really making much progress because human nature wants to see like, I know for, especially for my personality, I want instant results. And so like, or like, show me that we're getting somewhere. Like I'm not doing this in vain, you know, and you keep praying and you keep God telling you things and you keep plugging away, you know, Mm -hmm. and then there's moments of breakthrough where God shows up and you're like, and it's so, I mean, it's just, I can't even explain the emotions of when I, I see God move and see the breakthrough in that, but it doesn't come when you're like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm done putting in my hundred percent. I'm done doing what I know is right. I'm done coming with the right attitude because I'm sick of always having the right attitude when the other person doesn't Mm -hmm. or things or even just believing and praying for something. Like God gives you visions and dreams, but you don't know when the fulfillment will come. That's right. And and that's the testing place, right? That's Mm -hmm. the taste of uh, test because in this thing it was like they were, you know, Jesus was having this interaction that he initiated with them to say like, yeah, but try on the other side or try again, because I think he did the same thing to them after um, his death and resurrection and the disciples hadn't like really known what to do. So they went back to fishing mm-hmm. and Jesus caught, they didn't recognize him. He calls out from the shore and he, and they were fishing and, 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 and this guy's like, well, Jesus, Jesus is saying, throw your nets out. And they're like, no, we've already done it. And then as the nets break, they recognize it's him when the, mm-hmm. when they have a different result. And so I think so many of us can relate to this place of being in the midst of the process, yeah. right? Where we feel like we've tried something over and over and over and over again, and we just feel discouraged, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay to have your feelings. It's okay yeah. to be discouraged. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel like grief or like a sense of loss. But nevertheless, at the word of the Lord, are you are you able to hear him? Like it says in another place, um, I'd have to look it up. I think it's in Luke as well. Like when the son of man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Mm -hmm. And faith on the earth means like, God, these things that you put in my heart that I'm longing for that I haven't seen yet, I'm going to carry my oil. I'm going to steward the dreams of God Mm -hmm. that might seem impossible with man. Yeah. Like impossible. On Sunday, I was... I was thinking we were at church or a week, like a, not this past Sunday, but the week before, and I was thinking about Simeon and Anna and how they ministered before the Lord and they had spent their time in the temple um, waiting for the Messiah, right? Wait, and God Anna was them, a yeah. widow, widow and like ministering before the Lord. And I was like, Lord, that's really what I want. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. But like doing that also involves this posture of expectation when it's not there. When you don't see it happen. And I was just talking to my dad um, recently too. And I said, you know, when I was looking at certain circumstances, I'm like, God cares more about people than 
circumstances, right? Like God cares about us so much and he cares about the people around us so much that sometimes we as people can look at situations and be like, why is that person still there? Why is that person still doing that? In the natural, it seems like that's a stupid decision, but that person may be like, no, this is what God's called me to do, or this is where God's placed me or different things like that. And because God cares about people and what he wants to do. And in the natural, it might not even seem to be like, what, what is that? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense or it doesn't make financial sense or, you know, and it comes from, like you said, hearing what hearing. God is saying, mm-hmm. you know, what is God saying and standing on that mm-hmm. and, you know, continuing to believe with that expectation, God, I don't know what you're doing per se, or I, I don't see it maybe going the way I thought, but I also believe this is what you've told me. So until you tell me something different, I need to be in this place of standing and believing and processing through those emotions because you do have to acknowledge those emotions. You do have to acknowledge the frustration, the anger, the grief, the loss, and you have to process through them. But when you do that and you've got healthy input, um, people who are walking with you and you're hearing God and you allow him and invite him on that emotional journey, Mm -hmm. it builds that resilience of like, and you kind of come to this higher level in God where, you know, you're kind of moving to the next level. And when you do that, it opens the door for God to do even something greater through you and to be able to like, cause you're growing. So it opens, like you become even more of a a vessel for him to use and it allows him to move and work through you because you've postured yourself in a, in a place of like, okay, God, do what you need to do. I'm willing. I don't like it, but I'm going to submit to the process of growth so that you can accomplish what you want to accomplish through me. Yeah. I I love what it says. It says, Simon answered Jesus and said, Master, we have toiled all night and taken nothing. And I mean, I I think moms will, will relate to this or anybody who does manual labor, what it would be like to work all day and be like, you know, if your computer is just breaking and you keep trying to fix it or just mm-hmm. the things you normally do and you're just not seeing anything. Like that word toil just makes me feel like inner angst. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, like, you just wasted like, all your time and oh, energy. Like all like, your abilities oh, are just like, you know, like thrown yes. to nothing. But yes. nothing is wasted in it's God. not. Nothing is wasted. And it was going to be for his glory, like God's mm-hmm. glory, right? Yeah. The testimony was of God's glory. And it wasn't even going to be about the fishing. It was going to be about this eye-opening encounter that there is – this man who has just rocked my world and I, and he's going to change the world. I'm going to I'm going to leave it. Yeah. My biggest catch of the day, you know. Yeah. My my ship came in and I walk away and from I'm it. I'm going to walk away because God did something that was so much more important than just what happened in the natural. And I think like learning to walk as a mature believer means we all have this, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. we in the social media world, we look at other people and we think Man, they just got it all together. You know, their God's answering their prayers. Like, look at the success in their life. But you don't know the places where they're like, Lord, but we've toiled all night. But Lord, nevertheless, at your word, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do it again because I'm going to be faithful. Like mm-hmm. this place where God says when you get to him and he's going to say, well done, good and faithful servant. Because it takes a lot of stewarding to like not be bitter mm-hmm. in the journey. Yeah, It takes a lot of like... It just takes a lot of going to a low place to be like, Lord, I just, this is so broken. I, it's, I see that, and it's so painful and it's so personal. But Lord, 
nevertheless, at your word, I'm going to listen and I'm going to be like these people waiting before your courts and just say, all right, Lord, I'm here. Like, I can't, I can't fix it. My name's not Jehovah Jireh. You know, like I'm not the wonderful counselor, but you are. And so my faith is in you and I'm going to praise you. Even if I don't know how, how this is going to work out, that you're going to lead me. And, and so I'm thinking about these things. As I'm driving uh, this past week, I went to the Send in Kansas City, Missouri. Crazy story of how I got there. I was on a bus for like 17 hours with like 40 plus teenagers um, there and back. And I just knew that they knew that I needed to be there. I really had this desire to go. And it wasn't because, oh, this is such a cool event with all these great speakers and worship bands, but there was just something in the Lord that was drawing me there. And I mean, if you've never been on a traveling trip in a bus with 40 plus teenagers and uh, traveling uh, for 20 plus hours, it is exhausting. Like I have done this so many times. Like I... In South Africa, traveling to South Africa where we lived previously was like 20 some hours, sometimes flying and traveling plus. And so I knew, I knew what I was, it wasn't like I was naively going into it like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like I was like, oh, this is like the long haul. Like, like here you knew we go. what you were getting into. Yeah. And the smell on the way home was amazing. I heard you put a wall down that everybody had to wear deodorant. We, re- we had to emphasize some hygiene um, standards, but... This idea of like, God, it's going to cost me something. It's going to cost me something to get where you want me to be, and you're worth it. And I'm going to go through the process to get there and the process to get home and still say, Lord, like, let it be remembered in heaven that mm-hmm. I walked through this process to be where your people were gathering. And I think... If we use that as an analogy where the areas in our life where we're struggling, like, okay, Lord, I'm walking through this process with you. You know, there's going to be things that are going to be maybe ugly in your heart that you see or struggling or whatever. But, Lord, let the process produce the fruit. Don't let it make me harder. Let me right. let it make me better. And this is this idea of resilience in Christ. I think it's about getting out of the way, too. Like, there's this aspect, I think, that... We as human nature want to take, like, it's like there is an aspect of like, look, you know, you know, you're not supposed to, or, you know, it's, it's God, but there is an aspect of wanting to take some pride and like, you know, I was able to do this or look what God did through me and things. And, you know, the reality is, is, is we need to just get out of the way. Mm -hmm. Like God wants to just be able to flow through us because it's about others and it is about our own personal growth. And stuff, but it's not so much of like our own sense of accomplishment because really it's, you know, when we're fully submitted to God, it's all about God. And, and the, and the deeper I go in my relationship with God, it gets to the point where you're just like, I just do whatever you want. Like Mm -hmm. I'm here, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, if I come away with nothing, like do, do, you know, like your heart is for others and for people and you just want God to accomplish. Like, you know, my thing is, God, don't let me hinder you. I don't want to be a hindrance to what you want to do. But that, you know, even when you're at that spot mentally, you can say that. But I I still have so much to process through in my own heart of Mm -hmm. like, you know, all that. What does that mean when I say, God, I don't want to be a hindrance? And how do you walk out that attitude and and that humbling of being humble before yeah. God saying it isn't about me. Mm-hmm. There's a whole journey, a lifelong journey mm-hmm. connected to that too. Mm-hmm. I love it. 
Merle, I think, coined this the first person I heard say it, and he was like, the um, the anointing of the Holy Spirit comes upon us, right? And mm-hmm. the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that really are what anointing that breaks the yoke. You know, the, the, when, when we're operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that's actually Him, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. It's not actually us, right. right? Like, it's very clear that the Holy Spirit will come on you and you'll receive power to be witnesses. And, and we can talk about all the different gifts of the Holy Spirit. And, um, but he says then, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He's like, that is you applying yeah. the Holy Spirit to your life, your character. And he's like, you are responsible for how much of that you mm-hmm. let rub on right. you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's just what I wanted to share today because I think a lot of times it's easy to share after the breakthrough is done and you have this great testimony. And I think there's so many times I'm just laughing as I'm sharing a testimony because I was like, in my head, I'm like, well, I I had a rope and I tied a knot. The last thing God said to me, mm-hmm. and I'm here hanging on to the rope, <laughs> saying, God, I'm here hanging on to this last thing you gave me with all my strength to have faith that you're going to do what you said you're going to do. And it's so bigger than me. It's so mm-hmm. beyond me. I can't do this. I can't even control this. Like, it's yeah. so past control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just like, Lord, and just the process of like resilience and persevering and list- and still listening to the Lord and having that tender heart because I guarantee you, you will have the test of offense. I guarantee you, you will. Mm -hmm. And you will have the test of like believing a lie about yourself, about God, about someone else. Mm -hmm. That is that if you're really honest and you look at the word, that thing that that inner vow that you made has nothing at all to do with who God says he is or who he says you are. And until you allow that to like get unraveled and say, Mm -hmm. all right, Lord, it's really like you say, it's not about me and it's not about this situation either, Lord, but just let me be um, at rest in your hand. And Lord, I'm going to sewer my faith. Yeah. I'm going to walk with my oil. And I was telling this to the young people. I said, we were talking about, well, why are you so excited? And I was like, you know what? I'm excited to go to this because you guys are here. Mm -hmm. And I said, where the body of Christ comes together and where people are hungry, where they're not coming to be spectators, but they're coming to be poured out, where they're coming to be like, Lord, we just we just love to be part of this gathering of people where um, your name is lifted up. And mm-hmm. the sim- symbology of that, the symbolic um, process of, of us getting down on our knees or being prepared to be sent in another level and um, worshiping you across mm-hmm. generations and nations and states. And just to be a part of that, I said, if you come stewarding oil, and I come stewarding oil. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a beautiful picture of God in the midst of us. And yeah. that's why I'm excited because I know it's like I have to continually monitor where I am, right? Like, Lord, am I just, am I lukewarm? I mean, the, the one, uh, story we, we were studying recently in our life group was the story about the merchant who found this amazing pearl and it was like so expensive and he sold everything else he had so he could buy this pearl. And I was like, oh God, like how many times my issues and my offenses and my, like, Whatever I'm struggling with gets between me pursuing you like you're the pearl of great price and I and I want what I want with conditions mm-hmm. instead of like no God I'm gonna sell everything my uh, my right to be offended my right to be right my right to be like this should have happened before my right for judgment um, 
like my personal comfort, whatever it is, God, I'll do anything to sell what I need to, to just pursue you because you're so, he's so good. Mm -hmm. And, and when God interacts with you, it rocks your world. It totally changes you. And, um, so just to stay in that place of spiritual hunger and listening to him, because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. That's our. That's my testimony of what yeah. he does. Yeah, he brings you through, and there's so much amazing growth that happens. And you know, he works out in our lives things that we didn't even know we were there or we thought were dealt with. You know, oh, and yes. it is you know amazing. And you know, but when you are at that place where you were just so in love with Jesus, there's nothing better than that. When you can just sit and worship and be like, God, you are so amazing and mm-hmm. so good that mm-hmm. you know. You know, it doesn't matter what I go through because it's all worth it. And even when you're like, Lord, do I have to pick this up again? I thought this was done. And God's like, nevertheless, you've been toiling all night, but nevertheless, take it up in prayer again. Or nevertheless, take it another layer deep. Or nevertheless, mm-hmm. have faith again. Or nevertheless, choose the humble way again. Um yeah, I think that's the reality of the Christian life. It is. It's constantly picking that up and choosing to walk in the ways that God's called you to, walking yeah. in that higher level. And and we're not, we experience our emotions and we recognize and value, yeah. you know, our emotions, you know, God's given to us, but we're not led by our emotions. We're led by the word of God mm-hmm. and we're led by his truth and what mm-hmm. he says. And yeah. sometimes that comes in conflict because what we're feeling and we, you know, and we have to take time and process that. Yeah. But when we process that again, it's that God brings us to another level that he sees, you know, he can, his name is honor and glorified. That's really what it's about. It is. His name being honor yep. and glorified. And it's not always a fun process. Life is not easy. Life is not fun all the time. And mm-hmm. sometimes you feel like this should is harder than it mm-hmm. should be. We, a lot of times, I mean, we all have our own, you know, we're like, it should not be this hard. Like, God, why is it this hard? Like, yeah. this is not right. Yeah. You know, like we feel in our own yes. self, those types oh, of things. Oh, that pity party. Yes. yes. Totally. You know, like, like, you why know, am I the only one who has this things. challenge? Like, no one else seems to be struggling in this area or why, such a lie. you oh, know, well. and stuff. But and what the word says you will have trouble in this world. You mm-hmm. will have trouble, but take heart. Yes. I have overcome the world. And that's what makes us believers, right? Yes. I mean, I had a a, a, a Bible school lecture. He, he would say, don't be an unbelieving believer. And it sounds like cliche, but really, like, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of times the Word of God has to confront the unbelieving part of us. Yeah. And we have so many good reasons why we can feel the way we feel. <laughs> you know? yeah, we do. We do. You know, there's another thing, too, where, like, you know, God moves and He works, all right? Mm-hmm. And so then we go through and then, you know, we see God move or we see a breakthrough or we see Him answer something or you're like, okay. And then and then you're like, wait a minute. Why does it feel like I'm going through this other hard time? I thought I had breakthrough. Like, why am I, again, yes. going back around yeah. or whatever? You know, you come back and stand and be like, no, God did this. And I choose to stand on this because I know he's going to do it again, right? right. And so we stand on that and then God does it again. And we remember back and say, yes, because Mm -hmm. I knew, I knew you were going to do it, God, because you always come through. Oh, we do have to remember. And we always remember. And then you're at another level, right? Mm -hmm. Of growth, faith, maturity, whatever Mm -hmm. your circumstances are. And God brings another level breakthrough. And again, you're faced with another area or the same area again. And you're like, (laughs) but God, I thought we were through this. And then you look back and be like, nope, I saw breakthrough. 
break through here. Look where God came through here. Look where God came through here. And we stand on those, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Those God gives us those things to Mm -hmm. stand on and we say no and we claim those things Mm -hmm. and we believe for the future of what has not yet happened, right? Yeah. Because we know we have proof. God proves himself again and again so that we can stand and believe for what God has told us to believe for that we can't see. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's just pray. As I pray that as this was just mm-hmm. speaking in my heart and we're talking about this, that this will speak um, a truth in life to someone who's listening. So God, we just pray right now for anyone listening to this podcast today, your word will come and will stir us and will stir us up to like maybe look at the situation differently and lean in and say, God, what does your word say about this? What is your rhema living word? What is it saying to me? Um, and let me open the scripture and draw near to the Lord and let him correct me through his word and instruct me. And I pray, God, that you would get the glory as um, we just are willing to say, okay, Lord, we've just tried this so mm-hmm. many times and we're going to maybe have to try it another hundred times. But at your word, God, we want to just rest in you. At your word, God, we want to just release control. We want to release disappointment. We want to release... Um, just any weariness, Father, or sadness, or any emotion attached mm-hmm. to that, discouragement, God, in these situations, Father, and we ask that you would, with your word, speak right to each person, the thing that they need to hear from you. We ask, God, that you would bring the truth of your word, that um, we would hold so tight to you, God, in the midst of whatever the battle is and in the midst of the struggle. Um, and that we would ha- have faith be found in us. And even if we're like, Lord, help us, help our unbelief. I thank you that you come and you meet us, even if we just have the tiniest little mm-hmm. willingness of to for you to work, God. Um, and, and I ask, Father, that we would take off like garments of mourning and put on garments of praise. Um, and that you would be the healer and the deliverer. Um, You would be the master builder, Lord. You would prove yourself faithful to us personally, God. Mm -hmm. Maybe the circumstances don't change. Maybe we change. Maybe we rise up to have faith for for what you have called us to or what you have spoken to us in the secret place to once again intercede for God to do something that seems impossible for man, but with God it's possible. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, um, we just release faith. Yes. The faith that comes from just a tender place of trust and believing in you, just like a child comes and trusts that you will have as a parent, that that parent will have them and they will be safe. So we come to you as our Heavenly Father, knowing that you will take care of us. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We love sharing our conversations with you. Please like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and share them with your friends. This will help us reach more listeners like yourself. If you're local or ever in our area, we would love to meet you. You can find more information about Newport Church on our website at newportchurch.net. The views expressed on this podcast may or may not reflect the views of Newport Church.